The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. There is an amazing article in the New York Times, uh, How Trump's Election Shook Obama, that has a moment of clarity for Barack Obama that I think is... uh, Probably the best explanation I have heard uh, on uh, why Donald Trump won. Yeah, the story is focused on Ben Rhodes, who is an Obama advisor. You might remember him as the guy who admitted to fooling reporters about the Iran deal and saying how good it was. Yep. Ah, they're all 27-year-olds. They don't know anything about this. We can tell them whatever we want. And he admitted that bizarrely on record. Yep. Um, So that's that guy. He has a new book coming out uh, about the election and and everything that was going on and hbo has a documentary coming out now the documentary is called the final year um and so there's two things this the new york times story and this video from hbo which has gone very viral because it is i mean i haven't seen it yet you haven't seen this yet this is so ben rhodes night of the election he's just realized that hillary clinton did not win here's how that went i just came outside to try to process all this um it's a lot to a lot to process i mean uh <laughs> i i can't even no. <laughs> i i can't i I mean, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't put it into words. I, I don't know what the words are. I mean, it's, that was this. Uh, so you, this is breaking news. Uh, nobody else has heard this yet before, but that was actually uh, Hillary Clinton's, uh, uh, speech that she was going to give that <laughs> night that's why they waited uh until the next day can you imagine that was what yeah. everybody everybody in the clinton camp including hillary clinton uh, felt that way they were like i don't i uh i don't even what happened you know this doesn't this just doesn't even look right what happened here yeah they just didn't understand it now the internet being the internet has set that to all sorts of different famous sad music from history which is <laughs> pleasurable to watch uh even though i mean it's very sad and, and it heart rips your heart out it is a little no, pleasurable it doesn't really rip my heart out oh you didn't feel for ben there no the guy who basically lied us into a deal with terrorists yeah uh, no i don't feel too bad for him either but uh it's interesting to see this because Amazing. he has a new book coming out mm-hmm. uh and it reveals some nuggets from right around the time of the election including uh barack obama riding around in a limo right after the election <laughs> asking what if we were wrong well, hang on, what? Mm-hmm. What if we were wrong? He's at, Obama asked his aides riding around in the limousine. He had read a column asserting that liberals had forgotten how important identity was to people and had promoted an empty cosmopolitan globalism that made many feel left behind. Now listen to that. This is the New York Times writing that. Mm-hmm. President Obama had read a column 
probably in the New York Times, <laughs> asserting that liberals had forgotten how important identity was to people and had promoted an empty cosmopolitan globalism that made many people feel left behind. And he said, what if we were wrong? Maybe we pushed too far. Then he loses it. Maybe people just want to fall back into their tribe. No, no, that's not what people that's now. That's where you, this is where the left and President Obama lose every time, every time. Listen to what he said. Maybe people just want to fall back into their tribe, meaning there really are bad people. Maybe just, you know, people are just bad. No, the first part that you said, what if we were wrong? Okay, good. That's the first sign of humility. It was, you drove us into this ditch, go in the back of the car. You wouldn't listen. You wouldn't listen to half of the country. So some humility. What if we were wrong? Maybe we pushed too far. Yes. But it's important, the column that he wrote, how important identity was to people. And he had promoted an empty cosmopolitan globalism that made people feel left behind. This is what's happening in the entire Western world. And the best way I can explain it is because I live in Texas, the true Texan attitude, which is starting to be lost, unfortunately, but the true Texan attitude is they love Texas. If you've, you've ever run into a Texan, all they want to talk about is the great state of Texas and how great that state of Texas is. It's the greatest state in the union. You know that, right? I mean, we're, we're really even almost our own country because we're just so great. I mean, it, they go on and on and on. However, they do not hate other states. They'll always say the same thing. A true Texan will always say the same thing. Well, except for Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. they, will, they will always say the same thing. Where are you from? Kansas. Oh, that's a great place, I hear. Not like Texas, but I hear it's great. They don't hate other states. What Obama is saying is, wow, maybe people just want to fall back into their tribe. No, Mr. President. No to all the Western world. We're just proud of who we are and where we came from. We're just proud of that. I mean, how can a man who is so proud and discovered where he was from when he went for the dreams of my father, he was proud of where he came from. Metaphorically, not with a birth certificate. How does he not understand that others have that same pride? And that doesn't mean we, we do want to identify ourselves as Americans and be proud of that. But that doesn't mean we hate Canada or Mexico or Europe or anybody else. We don't hate them. We, we, we want to get along in the family of nations. But we are unique, and so are Germans. They're unique. You don't want to let them build a military. I'm just saying. 
Yeah. Each country is unique. And what's happening in Europe is it's not that they hate other people. It's that they they're they're English. They're English. And they 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 have been a great nation for a long, long time. Why am I denying that we're we are a great nation? That we've had our problems, we've done bad things, but we've also we've also done some amazing things. Why should I be ashamed of that? Why am I erased? The French, they actually are proud to be snots. <laughs> I mean, if that's what makes them happy, they're French. Oh, okay. They're proud of their heritage. Doesn't mean that they hate the Spaniards. No, Mr. President. We're not bad people. We're good people. And there's nothing wrong with recognizing your heritage. It doesn't mean that we're monsters. It means we're just like you. When will you and others on the left begin to understand that? And it wasn't even just borders, right? Their entire campaign was designed to, to say, if you don't agree with us that evil white men have been oppressing everyone else and that you are partially guilty for that, even if you haven't done any of the actions of oppression, you haven't actually been racist or actually been homophobic or actually been anti-whatever, you're still guilty because you, uh, by association because of your privilege. And that was essentially their entire campaign. Their entire campaign was evil white men victimizing every other group. And if you happen to be in one of these favored groups, you are guilty by association in that, that uh, culture of oppression. And so people inherently feel violated by that, right? Uh, you know, uh, what are you talking about? I didn't do those things. I'm not that person. So the, the idea that that wouldn't be successful isn't a surprise to me we or to you. We, I think everybody knew that Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate with the exception of maybe Hillary Clinton. And Ben Rhodes outlines this. Again, Ben Rhodes is, is an Obama aide. He writes uh, uh, this. Mr. Obama and his team were confident Mrs. Clinton would win and like much of the country were shocked when she did not. Quote, I couldn't shake the feeling that I should have seen it coming because when you distilled it, if you stripped out the racism and misogyny, of course, that's what they're going to say, right? It's racism and misogyny. Mm -hmm. But if you, when you distilled it, when you strip out the racism and misogyny, we'd run against Hillary Clinton eight years ago with the same message Trump had used. She's part of a corrupt establishment that can't be trusted to bring change. Yes. That is and the, it, a, actually a great observation. And it's amazing he made it. You know what? Without ever saying these words, that's what Trump was running on. Hope and change. Just in a completely different way. But you had both sides. Remember, Barack Obama, you know, it, 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 it uh, 2008, you didn't have a lot of Republicans who were really thrilled to be voting for John McCain. You didn't have anybody who's like, oh, I love they may have been against Barack Obama right. because of because of his policies or Jeremiah Wright or whatever, but they were not for John McCain. They had never seen their side promise any kind of change, and they wanted it because they knew it was corrupt in 2008. And so what happened? Hope and change comes in, but that half of the country was completely ignored. 
And so it got worse for half of the country. Well, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to find the guy with the biggest stick that will beat you back into the corner because, A, you've ignored them and they feel abused them. They have not seen anything that is hopeful. And at the same time, you've blamed them for everything. Everything. They want change, too, because they knew that it was corrupt. And then you offer up a corrupt person that has been in the system forever, and even you know she's corrupt? Yeah, I mean, that was their tactic. There was very little space policy-wise between Clinton and Obama in 2008, other than uh, Obama being against the individual mandate and Clinton wanting it. There wasn't (laughs) much space in between them. The space that they wound up creating was that she would not do anything to buck the establishment. She is the establishment. She's corrupt. She's been there forever. She's not going to change things. That is the tactic Obama used, and it worked. And then they were all stunned that the same exact tactic worked again against the same person. If you didn't want that tactic to be used, you shouldn't have uh, run Hillary Clinton. It's amazing to me how... How the press said afterwards, we're stunned by this. What happened? How did this happen? And, and they claimed that they really wanted to know. I can tell you firsthand, they did not want to know. They didn't want to hear it. They just wanted to hear somebody. They wanted somebody on our side to vent to. But they did not want to learn from the lesson. And in fact, I mean, we should probably talk about Samantha B. In fact, just the opposite. They are making things so much worse. And they just, they don't seem to care. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.